My name is Kenny Dial and I want to welcome you to the scuba diving channel. This channel is for anybody that is aquatically inclined or just aquatically curious. My next guest is Tracy Allen. She's been a boat captain literally all over the world. She's going to tell you where and it's going to blow your mind. She also teaches scuba diving. She does tech. You name it. I mean, these are big boats too, full of divers. She has an incredibly inspiring story, an amazing positive vibe coming off of her to work that hard and still stay so excited about what she does. I think it's definitely worth talking about. Tracy Allen's an interview you're definitely going to want to listen to as an instructor or a boat captain. Tracy, thanks for coming on. Hi. Hi. You are a boat captain. You started in Belize and you made your way to Madagascar and eventually here to Clearwater, Florida. You have done some really cool stuff. What would you tell somebody else out there that might be either hesitant to do it or is looking to do it? that is the key to making all that work. I would say if, if you have the opportunity to do something you're really excited about and really want to do, then take it. Instead of sitting back and wondering what have happened, if you didn't, hop on, go for the ride, make sure to relax and try to go with the flow, but jump on it. What was the one thing you did that you feel probably made that door open and all that stuff happen? Was there a specific event, like a day, a time, a decision? There was. I was in Belize as a volunteer doing some traveling in between undergrad and grad school. I got the opportunity. I was given an offer to, to come back as an intern. I decided just to, to go for it. So I did. I went back as an intern. That turned into an offer for a full-time job. One thing led to another, and here I am 10 years later and made a career out of it. You do this as your primary job full-time. You do this for a living. You enjoy it. And you also teach scuba, multiple agencies. And we've, uh, we've heard a lot of stuff out there with preferences to one agency or another. What do you think is the most important thing for someone out there that's deciding where to get their training or where to move up the ranks or maybe just where to go get their first open water certification? If you, if you have the opportunity to look into the different systems of teaching and learning that you might find in different agencies, just see what you feel most comfortable with, what works for you. Setting yourself up with a, a team of professionals in the areas, you might end up with an agency not based on any preference of your own, but, but based on access to professionals from that agency that you have so nearby. Who? Yeah. Who is teaching you? Right, you know, what, what support you're gonna get in your area. Because again, from agency to agency, you're going to find the same materials. This, whatever you feel is going to be comfortable and work the best for however you learn personally. You also teach rebreather, which is where you stay down, no bubbles. And you said hours. Yes. And you said something about so long that you got hungry. Yes. Or at least for <laughs> a snack. Right? Yes. Uh, what did you do about that hunger? Have some stashed away, like a, a pocket of grapes or cherry tomatoes. No sandwiches. Nah, sandwiches haven't haven't been very successful with those yet. But uh, soggy. Self-contained fruits and veggies are, are the way to go. So for the people out there that have never been diving before and you're worried about your regulator coming out of your mouth, it's something you learn right away in the pool. It's no big deal. It's easy. Take it from Tracy. You can be way down deep with a rebreather for many hours and pull out grapes, open your mouth, and eat them. Pop a few grapes. When did you decide, you know what, I want to be the one driving that thing? I was at my, my IDC, my instructor development course. And as an icebreaker, they went around the room and, and asked us to 
all share something about ourselves. And I said, I'm really excited about being a dive instructor, but I want to be a boat captain one day too. And so uh, being an instructor is what got me the time on the boat, the experience, what I needed to move on and, and be the captain. So, and you felt it made you here. a better captain. You yes. understand what's going on down there. To start the captain's training, you have to have a certain amount of sea time logged. So many, many days on this boat, actually, as the first mate, as a dive instructor, as boat crew, watching more experienced captains that had spent years doing it before me. And that got me prepared to step up and, and take the role of captain myself. And how would you describe golf diving? We have tons of life here that get people so excited about being in the water. Things that are kind of characteristic of, of diving in the area, like the big Goliath groupers and the huge balls of bait fish and just so much going on in the way of big life that, that people are, are always shocked and surprised to see just the sheer size of you know, some of these fish that, that they run into down there. So that's, I think, what get, gets a lot of people really excited about diving in the Gulf is, is the chance to run into some of those things. You dove in, um, obviously, Belize, Madagascar, mm -hmm. even Key Largo. These are all considered blue water locations. Right. I and mean, it's sometimes blue here, sometimes not. Mm -hmm. And you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. What is it that makes it fun for you? Kind of the same thing that's made it fun from the very beginning, just being in a completely different world, being underwater, breathing underwater, getting to maybe for a few minutes just pretend you're a fish. You know, it's the, it's the same excitement that I think a lot of us had the first time we went underwater. It's, it's the same feeling, weightlessness and, and getting to be part of a whole new world for a little while. What is it about being up there that's so much fun versus being down in the water? I feel like a lot of it has, has kind of come full circle because I started out diving as a hobby. I loved it enough and, and decided to make a career out of it, turn it into a job. Now that things have shifted, I've become a boat captain. I spend most of my time running the boat. That's how I make a living, full-time boat captain. I've kind of gotten to come back around and have diving back. As, as a hobby and something I do to enjoy my free time. So. What do you think is the key to getting that full-time position? Pick somewhere that's, that's going to keep you busy, somewhere that, you know, like in Florida, we, we do get to dive year-round. Never hurts to have a backup plan so that it takes some of the pressure off. It absolutely can be done. But what makes a great boat captain? A lot of attention to detail, taking it seriously, really having... Uh, respect for the amount of responsibility that comes with it. That, that's going to be a huge part of it. For people that um, want to get hired on as a full-time boat captain and people that also want to teach diving, which one of those do you think, if you're going to go after one, has better odds of getting that full-time job? Well, I started out with diving, which allowed me to spend enough time out here to really get the experience and the time to become a captain. But there are also plenty of opportunities for captains outside of diving. So it's really just, you know, depending on what exactly you see yourself doing, what, what type of, of role you want. The biggest thing between a boat captain that does just maybe fishing charters versus a boat captain that takes people diving, what's the biggest quality that you need to have? Anytime you're responsible for people leaving the boat, going into the water and coming back on board, you know, you have a, it's a whole new layer of responsibility. So for the captain of a dive charter, always you know, having a good foundation and understanding of 
diving. And it sounds kind of like the obvious answer, but really, really understanding it's crucial. the diving. And also, I, I think it's really important to have spent some time doing the other roles that uh, are going to be around you, like the other crew that you have, spending time as, as a first mate on board or spending time actually as a dive guide so that you understand what your crew members are dealing with and what their responsibilities are. So all of that was, was I think, really important in helping me understand what I had to do and, and fulfilling my role. What's one thing that you wish divers knew when they got here? That no matter how many emails you send out, how much you put it on the website? They're going to have a much better experience if they give themselves plenty of time to get here and get set up. You mean in the morning, in or, the morning. When, or, or before whenever they're supposed to be here? Absolutely. You don't want to start your dive trip off feeling like you're catching up, feeling like you're in the state of chaos. And the key is to get okay. here earlier. Be prepared. Give yourself yeah. plenty of extra time. Things happen, things pop up. It's also safer when you're relaxed and you're 100%. You're not feeling like trying to fight through this, this chaos to, to get everything in place. And it all starts with just giving yourself a few extra minutes to kind of set the pace for the day. What is on your bucket list right now? What, what do you still look forward to doing that you just haven't done yet? Haven't done any sailing. Love to learn to sail and I'd love to do an ocean crossing. I got a funny feeling you're going to do it. What is the scariest thing you've ever encountered out there? As a captain? As a captain. As a captain. The scariest thing that we unfortunately encounter regularly are other boaters with very little knowledge or respect for us as a dive vessel, for our dive flag, for our divers in the water. We see that over and over, especially coming into the busier summer months. The weather's nice, tons of traffic on the water. And yeah, we've, we've seen some close calls, far too close for any of our comfort. What message could we put out there for people that are um, doing that? For divers, we really try to emphasize your personal safety. Most divers understand that we have the flag up. It should give us a radius, a clearance of about 100 yards all around but we really try to emphasize to them that it doesn't mean other boaters are gonna recognize the flag or respect it. So you can do the most for your own personal safety. You can't count on, on passing boats to know that you're there to be looking out for you. There's a lot you can do for yourself, like you know, making sure the surface is clear, making sure you don't hear any boat traffic before you ascend, making yourself visible if in fact you have to surface uh, away from our dive boat. So cool. um, taking your personal safety into your own hands. It's good. That's really, really what diving is all about, right? Right. I got a weird one for you. I see your nails. Yes. And they're all taken care of. That's, that's true. Which I've yeah. never seen for someone that works and lives on <laughs> boat, teaching scuba and everything else. So I'm sure there are other people out there that may want to know, how do you do it? It's this amazing, amazing thing they call gel polish. I wouldn't expect you to, to, to know the ins and outs of that. But um, whatever it is, whatever it is that they put in the stuff, they have to pull out a Dremel to get it back off. My last question for you is, is a tough one. Can't be anything to do with water Ooh. or scuba. Oh, no. What do you, Tracy, like to do for fun? I love to cook. I guess kind of farm to table, ocean to table. We go out, do some spear fishing, bring home our own fish and 
I like bringing it all around and cooking it for myself. You can't beat that. That's a good one. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. I hope you loved our conversation with Tracy Allen, boat captain and scuba instructor, now with Touche Charters. To hear the full-length, uncensored interview, visit SweetwaterScuba.com. One of the biggest ways you can support this show is to leave a rating in Apple Podcasts. Not a review, because let's be honest, it takes too long to think of something to type. But just go to the show in Apple Podcasts and tap the number of stars you think the show deserves. It'll take you less than seven seconds, and I promise it helps us a ton. To watch these conversations on video, head over to YouTube and subscribe to the Scuba Diving channel. And finally, make sure to follow our companion series, down to 60, where we share action-packed, really fun, one-minute videos that break down dive sites and dive skills. Just search down to 60 on YouTube, Instagram, or wherever the heck you're hanging out on the internet.